Sometimes we make the assumption that it's easy to find meaningful work, work that we love, work that we enjoy, work that brings us joy. But what if you can't find that work? Or how do you find meaningful work when the rest of the world makes assumptions about you? When things are challenging, how do you find your way? Let's talk about that right now. What's happening? It's Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. And welcome to another episode of the What's My Story podcast, the show where we talk about how people got from there to here, where we explore pivotal moments in people's lives that help them to navigate towards the success that they experience now today. Well, listen, we've got a fantastic episode, a great story that we're going to be sharing with you today. We're going to be doing something that we actually haven't done in a little bit, and we're going to have a tag team episode. We're going to have multiple guests. We're going to have a father and son team that we're going to be sharing with you in just a little bit. But here's the deal. If you want to know when we go live, if you want to know when we go on the air with the What's My Story podcast or any of our live shows, make sure that you send a message or you text us at 410-936-4049. 410-936-4049. Every Monday morning, we also do the Monday morning get-up show. Uh, it says 8.30 here, but guess what? We just changed it to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time, whatever time it is on the East Coast of the United States of America. Yeah, because that's that's where I live. <laughs> All right. uh, last month, a couple of months ago, about six weeks ago, we also had something fantastic. We had the Story to Stage Summit, and we had some fantastic speakers sharing with you how you can get greater visibility, attract your ideal audience, and generate more income using the one thing that's unique to you, and that's your story. And so we had Delator McNeil, Tom Schwab, Kat Dunn, Lois Kramer, Kirk Nugent, and nine fantastic presenters sharing with you how you can do just that. And so right now, what we have for you is we didn't want you, we, we didn't want you to miss out, although the date has gone by, we didn't want you to miss out on the event itself. So we've got the replay. So if you go to storyskills.club forward slash summit storyskills.club forward slash summit. You can grab those replays there. And I know that if you do this, it's going to bless your life. Trust me. I believe it. All right. Well, listen, we're going to get started. Oh, I almost forgot one thing. You are watching this and I hope you're not driving. Don't be driving. Don't be driving right now because that's not safe. So as a matter of fact, let us help you out. We're going to do the audio version of this. You're watching it live. Uh, but we want to have the audio version of this available for you. And we do that every Thursday morning, 7 a.m. We've got the audio version of the What's My Story podcast set for you, released for you. So go to whatsmystorypodcast.live, whatsmystorypodcast.live to get the audio version of this podcast. Okay, well, check this out. Our guests today are, I'm excited about this father and son team, Mark and John Cronin, are entrepreneurs. They are a father and son team who decided 
that they were not going to let the world dictate how they operated. And so they've got a sock store with more than 4,000 offerings. OMG, I wouldn't want to be the inventory person for their job. Right. And so they're amazing. They have spoken and testified before Congress and the United Nations twice. Let's jump in with John and Mark Cronin. Wow. Gentlemen, how are you? We, we are great, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Excited to be here. That was some intro you gave us. <laughs> well, listen, I gave you the intro. You've lived the life, man. So you just gave me the meat and the and the material for this. So con- congratulations and kudos to you for the amazing life you've lived so far, man. Well, we've been very fortunate, right, bud? Right, Dad. We've been fortunate. We've been given good opportunities. Yeah. And that creates an obligation on our part to make use of them. Yeah. So listen, let's let's start out with something uh, fun. What's what's the best thing that's happening in your world right now? What's the most amazing thing that you have experienced recently that you're like, I'm excited about this. I want to share it with the world. Wow. We've had a lot of fun things, huh? Yeah, we you did. just had a great weekend. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really exciting. Right. Yeah. We, uh, it was fun. I, I went away for the weekend. Um, a friend's son got married. So mm-hmm. we got to spend a weekend with some lifelong friends, which was great fun. And while we're away, you were rocking and rolling. Yeah. You went down to the beach and you went playing mini golf. You went to the movies all on your own. I did. Yeah, this was good stuff. Love so uh, sometimes it's little things like that. Um, but we've had big things a couple of weeks ago. John here was, um, John and our business were honored by the New York State Legislature. Wow. And John was, they passed a resolution and you were introduced on the floor of the assembly. Yeah. That was pretty exciting, huh? That's really cool. You like that? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So I, I started out the show by talking about meaningful work. And I know that most of us as human beings, we want to do something. We want to make a difference in the world. And so we look to find work that we enjoy, that we're passionate about, that, that we can make a contribution to the work, to the world. But sometimes uh, the rest of the world makes certain assumptions about us, maybe based on what they see, what they feel about us. And that prohibits us or, or seals us away from certain opportunities. Tell us a little bit about you and John. I know you talked about John really having trouble or having difficulty finding work that was that was meaningful. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, this goes back to you know how we got started, right? Okay. The yeah. fall of 2016, and where were you? I, I was at Huntington High School. I've come to my last year of school. And so you were trying to figure out what to do next, right? And what yeah. were you looking at? I looked at job program and school. I don't, I don't like. And and that is all too often the the reality for people with different abilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, just take some numbers, Robert. The the unemployment rate for people with a disability is double the national average. Wow. But that doesn't really tell the story. Fewer than one in five people with a disability are employed. Mm. Um, so, John, you had worked before, right? I did. 
You had worked in an office with me. You had worked at a day camp. Yeah. But he wasn't seeing anything where he could really make a difference and have an impact. Mm. You weren't finding anything where you could do your best work. Right. Um, but John here, yeah, he's a natural entrepreneur. Yes, I am. <laughs> what was your attitude? You couldn't find work you wanted. And I, I want to create. I want to make one. I said, I'll wow. just make it. I'll create my way. Yeah. And what did you tell me? I said I want to go bed with my dad. And I felt that been together. Wow. Uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you, you're working in a business and you're seeing John, um, navigate this stuff. What was the feeling that came into your mind the day he said, you know what? I want to go into business with my dad. How did you feel? Um, I, I, I he's asking me. <laughs> uh, you're, uh, you, I'll tell you what, you answer my questions, I'll answer your questions. <laughs> so there were a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, one, I was at a point in my life that was pretty difficult. Um, I had been running a business that had been, in essence, the, the family business. Right. That had, for external reasons, shut down overnight. Wow. So I'm 58 at the time. You old. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what do we do next? You know, how do you how do you keep everything together? Yeah. So I was starting some online businesses. I thought that was the right place for me to be at that time. Yeah. So when John came to me, I'm thinking, one, boy, I'm excited because he wants to do something and I want to support that. Mm-hmm. And at first, I thought I had to help him. Wow. It, over time, I realized he was helping me. He was lifting me up. He yeah. was saying, Dad, I believe in you. And you're going to help. You know, I'm going to work with you to make things happen. Yes. Wow. So it was pretty exciting. Wow. You know, it was dark, but there was a lot of hope and light. Wow. Okay. So, so you've, you've, you've got, he says that dad, um, I'm going to bring you the light. I want to start this thing. I want to do this thing together. You lose your business. Um, where do you get this idea from about what business you're going to do together? I mean, did that just kind of come, come, come out of thin air? Where'd that come from? So we already pointed out, John's a natural entrepreneur, right? Uh-huh. So Robert, you've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. Yep. Entrepreneurs have ideas all the time. Yep. And some of them are good ideas. <laughs> That's the way it was with us, right? Right. We had to figure out what we were going to do together. You had some ideas. What was one of them? I want them in a food truck at... I, 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 I feel like I got an idea from the movie Chef and John and John Favreau. Okay. Uh, and the movie about a father and son buying a food truck. So he's all excited. Wow. Dad would do a food truck and we're thinking, what could we make? Where could we put it? What would we do? Seemed like a lot of fun. You know, I wasn't sure I wanted to be in a food truck all day, but uh, 
we ran into a problem. Okay. We can't cook. Yeah, we can't cook. So, <laughs> okay. But then, but then it was John's idea. And we, you had it right before Thanksgiving in 2016. What do you say? I want to sell crazy, crazy socks. Buy socks. It's fun. It 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 creates it. I it, it comes with socks. I I I always always let me be me. Yes. Wow. John had worn these crazy socks his whole life. Mm-hmm. So this is what we figured. If John loved them that much, surely other people would too. Wow. Who could find our tribe? Wow. Okay. So you get this idea. And you are saying, okay, if John loves socks, maybe other people like this. Um, does it take off immediately? Okay. And before you answer that, I, I really want us to kind of walk through, you know, you've got this idea uh, and this is for entrepreneurs out there. You've got this idea and you, you start doing it. Does it do well immediately? For some people, it, that happens. It does well immediately. For others, it takes a little while, and you got to struggle through some things in order for it to really get to the place it needs to be. So I want to find out which one happened for you all. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, do you need time to focus on the income-generating activities that grow your business? If so, My Office Professionals is the only agency you should consider. As an Optimum Business Support Agency, we provide virtual administrative support, online group coaching, technology training, graphic design and web design services through our vendor partnerships. We also help you build relationships using send out cards, and we offer smart, simple legal coverage through Legal Shield. Contact My Office Professionals today and start growing your business tomorrow. Visit www.myofficeprofessionals.com. Get connected with Teresa Robertson and the team at myofficeprofessionals.com. If you are an entrepreneur like I am, like other people, you you know that you need more than two arms to get things happening. So you've got to have a team. You've got to have a group of people that can help you efficiently and effectively accomplish your goals. So make sure that you connect with Teresa and her team at myofficeprofessionals.com. Let's get back to our story right now. So... Mark and John, you get this idea for crazy socks. Does it take off right away? Well, first you got to look at how we got you know, the decision to get started. Yep. We right what we here's what we did not do. We did not stop and prepare your traditional business plan. <laughs> Instead, we said let's go the lean startup route. And, yep. and if we're talking to other entrepreneurs, the idea was let's get something up and running mm-hmm. and test the idea and customers will let us know. Right. So, yeah, we we built a, a, a website on the Shopify platform. Mm-hmm. We got some inventory because we're bootstrapping. You got to make do with what you have. So the only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. And I would take out my cell phone and we made videos. And who was in those videos? I am. I took my socks, 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 my stuff. And we opened to test it that way. Yeah. And we received a very positive response. Nice. In the first 
we had first month really two weeks. We shipped 452 orders wow. at $13,000 in revenue wow. and said, okay, we have something here that we can build. Wow. Um, so, so John, when, when you, when you had that first month, how did you feel about being able to sell that many socks? How were you feeling when the business took off? How did that make you feel? I I feel I, I feel really excited. I'm really happy of happy of success and, and calmness. You worked really hard, right? Yeah. And when we first started, we we're out on Long Island outside New York City. Mm-hmm. Most of those orders were local. Uh, what did we do with those orders? How did we deliver them? Our home delivery did home deliveries. So John was off meeting these customers, really shaking hands and getting to learn what the customer's like. Yeah, they did. You were working hard. Uh, You like that. Wow. Wow. So you're you're saying you did a lot of home deliveries, a lot of local. So um, when things are going well in business or when companies are doing well and treating their customers well, um, people talk about that. So now you kind of move from local. You got a few people that are from Jersey or from Connecticut saying, Hey, we want socks. What, what do you start doing? And that's exactly what happened. We were knocking ourselves out to deliver. You know, we have a, a strong mission, a strong social mission. What, what are we doing? What's our overall mission? A spread happiness. Spread and happiness. Um, but we were knocking ourselves out to wow our customers. Wow. They were the ones that spread us. So yeah. that's how we grew at first. We then were fortunate to watch what you ask for, you may get it. <laughs> um, and yeah. three months in, we were growing steadily when we had our first viral experience. Okay. Uh, somebody made a video about us it they never they didn't come and film anything it was like a slideshow video yeah last i looked that video had 20 million views wow so we went from doing 40 or 50 orders a day to over a thousand orders wow overnight wow um i say watch what you ask for because we exploded but it also almost put us out of business mm-hmm it was so overwhelming. So we had to scramble to catch up. And for a long time, we were chasing things. So it took us a few years, we had, we had some spikes in growth, we're a very seasonal business. Mm -hmm. And then you'd find out, well, nobody buys anything in the summer, right? Um, They don't buy socks in the summer. Come back to holidays, we do 40 or 50%. We do 40% of our business in the last two months. Um, that first year was very good that way, with lots of ups and downs. Our second year was we had more viral experiences and media coverage. Mm-hmm. Our third year was our most difficult year. Um, we had grown, but because we're bootstrapping, we had no money. Right. Um, we had no leeway and now we're in debt. So on paper, we're doing great. Right. We're making a profit, but we got no money. We're in debt. Um, and when sales started to come down, cause you don't 
keep repeating these viral experiences. Yeah. Uh, by the end of 2019, we were, for all intents and purposes, bankrupt. Wow. I remember having a conversation with a bankruptcy law firm, um, with them saying, oh, you have to declare bankruptcy, but we need $50,000 up front. <laughs> and I'm saying to them, guys, if I had the 50000 yeah, I wouldn't be here. Right. Um, but we were very fortunate. We had been looking for investors or a strategic partner. We kissed a lot of toads. Um, but then we found a strategic partner, third generation family business wow. that manufactures socks for department stores and brand names. They've been around 60 years. Mm. So that was, that helped stabilize us and it gave us the manufacturing heft that we needed wow. uh, to stabilize and begin to grow steadily. Yeah. So, so you're not, you don't make a business overnight. No. Right. Yeah. It's, you got to keep working at it. So you guys have more than 4,000 offerings, more than 4,000 items, SKUs, whatever you want to call them in, in your store. So maybe, maybe I should be asking John this question. Who comes up with the ideas for the socks? Uh, I, I, I just my idea. And, uh, uh, and well, your idea for the business. Right. What about all the sock choices? Who comes up with those ideas? I did. You come up with some, right? <laughs> I, 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 I did some. One of my colleagues I did some. And, uh, everybody here. Everybody here. Everybody here. Yes. So, so we still... Most of those are socks made by others, right. by other companies. We have I think, 27 different suppliers. So we go out looking for the best socks we can include. Gotcha. Everybody here, John helps pick them. Everybody yes. here contributes. We're growing our own line. So we have our own line of awareness socks that celebrate causes and raise money for those causes. Mm -hmm. And now we're building our own uh, standard line called J's. That's socks. Nice. Jays, um, and we're introducing those this year. Um, it is it is one of the benefits of having a diverse employment place. Nice for us to make, and I can't pick socks for everybody. Right. We've got to get everybody here contributing. Yeah, but yeah. our guidelines for us to sell something, it's got to be fun. Yeah, I had to be fun and I could be behind it. John's got to back it. Yeah. yeah. John's got to give it his stamp of approval. You know, for example, there are socks out there that will have profane language on it. Right. They yeah. sell. People love them. I I I I, I don't want I, I I don't want to sell those. Like I something I don't like. So we don't yeah. carry it. They don't have John's stamp of approval. They're yeah. not in our store. Right. Wow. Wow. So uh, you both have um, a lot of time together in your business. You spend a lot of time together. And um, for some family-owned businesses, it's hard to separate uh, business time together from family time together. What do you all do to still be able to have that balance that just that family time versus the business time well we'll put that in some context yeah i'm a lucky man 
Next I've got three up. sons. Mm-hmm. I joke, John's one I could work with. You can <laughs> work with everybody. Our, my middle son, his older brother, worked with us for a while and then decided, you know, this was not meant to be. Yeah, right. I got five of them. Right. If we kept working together, you would have found us both in a pool of blood. Uh, <laughs> and my wife, his mom works with us, right? Yeah. What's her title? My mom is a, a, a mama bear. A mama bear. Wow. But there are some times like we'll be driving home or driving to work and I'm talking and she'll say, <laughs> Mark, can we please leave the business at work? Wow. Yeah. I just need a break. And But John and I, we do spend a lot of time working, right. um, particularly, you know, this first five years. Um, but you love doing it. Right. And, We're really driven. Right. And, and, and me and me, my dad, are we very fortunate and I'm showing, I'm showing our colleague, our colleague can do. And, um, and me and me and my dad, uh, most well, of, um, we're I'm, very committed to the mission and the purpose. Exactly. And yeah. and plus, we both know we need each other. Yeah. We couldn't do it without each other. Right. Um, and we both also know our roles, so it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good, right? Exactly. I, I you play you play in me. I do believe in you. <laughs> uh, I love it. And plus, the opportunities we get are so wonderful yeah. that, you know, you enjoy them while you can. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So take us out. I'm going to give you a moment here to really just share with people what you've got going on. I know that John has a dance party and I want him to be able to share that with, with our, with our listeners as well. Tell us a little bit about where to find you and, and anything you have going on. Well, so our mission is to spread happiness. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that drives us all the time. And we're always looking for ways to do that. And clearly, we have our socks. And the socks become the manifestation for the story and the mission. Much of what we're doing is showing what people with different abilities can do. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to create 34 jobs. 22 wow. of those were held by people with different abilities. Right. We and we want to show the world, so we make videos all the time and content. We host tours that come in here from schools and social service agencies. We get work groups coming in. Uh, We do a lot of speaking engagements, Robert. That's why we're so grateful that you have us on your podcast because we get to go and tell the story. We get to show. Look what people with different abilities can do, and a lot of uh, of that, you know, is a sense of gratitude. So we have a giving back program that's baked into everything we do. We've now raised over $500,000 for our charity partners. Here's a very cool thing. Oh, yes. John here has donated over $100,000 to the Special Olympics. Wow. That's more than any other Special Olympic athlete has donated because we pledged 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics. Love it. And you'd find different ways to spread happiness. So some of it is through the events we sponsor or the socks we sell, but also we host a podcast. What's it called? The Spreading Happiness Podcast with John and Mark. It's just a half hour of, of making people feel good, of, 
of us telling stories and sharing some jokes, right? Bringing people up to date on your love life. Yes. <laughs> uh, every three o'clock on Tuesday afternoons, what do you watch? I I watch a dance party on every Tuesday at three three p.m. Eastern time. Um, John Olson online dance party. We'll get a hundred people dancing on Zoom. It's a great thing to see. Yeah. Um, but you know, in, at the same time, we have to have a great business. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have a great website and great selection. That's you know, four thousand socks is more than anybody else. It's the world's right. largest sock store. You got to have great socks. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. Wow. And a great service. We do same-day shipping. An order comes in today, it's going out today. Yeah. We do better shipping than Amazon. And wow. Jeff Bezos over at Amazon, he's not putting a thank you note in candy in every package the way John does. Wow. So that's awesome. Um, it's who you are makes itself manifest in everything you do. Yeah. So we have this mission to spread happiness. We have our five pillars. Everybody here is on board. And so we're always looking for ways to make that happen. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So let's end on this. John, you love to spread happiness and you love to make people dance. What's your favorite song for people to dance to? Oh yeah, I, I really go strong. I really like to dance too. That uh, um, I, I, my favorite one is uh, uh, that was a nice build up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What's um, your favorite song? Uh, my favorite one is um, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. I, I, I get your freak on. Get your freak on? <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen, John and Mark, this has been a fantastic episode. I've loved hearing your story. I've loved hearing how you've navigated uh, the challenges and how you spend time together and how you spread happiness to each other. Hang out in the green room for just a few moments and we'll be right back with you. So, I don't know if you got the main idea. The main idea here is spread happiness. The world is going to make some assumptions about you. The world is going to think that there are some things that you can or cannot do. And so they may try to put you in a certain box. Here's the thing. You are not required to sit in that box. You're not required to sit in that space simply because the world tells you to. You can create your own space. You can create your own place. And while you're in that place, you can spread happiness to others. Use your story. Tell your story. Because everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story. And your story, yeah, your story, it deserves a stage. So get on out there and tell it. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, and I'll see you on the next episode of the What's My Story podcast. Peace. Story.